Good evening, welcome to the Cinefreak show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, my name's Andy, this is... Marcus. And, um, yeah, with a show, I've been told with the Cinefreak show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rebranding. Yeah, Aries rebranded us. Uh, actually, talking of, have you been down to, like, Sector B? Um, no, I haven't been given a pass yet. <laughs> okay, right. Well, um, I'd advise against it, because uh, he's still on the THX 1138 kick. Okay, still right. there. Okay, still kicking it. Yeah, yeah. At least he, I heard him laughing about it the other day, and because um, you know he thinks it's a comedy, and he's got it into his head now that holograms are the way to go. Ah, right. So he's doing. I think he's doing experiments. <laughs> okay, like uh, well, basically lab 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 experiments like holograms, like uh, you know. Yeah, uh, no, I think he's doing live experiments. Live experiments. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure I saw Nosferatu cleaning out the toilets the other day. <laughs> so just just be cautious. Yes, yeah, this uh, Rimmer and some others might be wandering around. Yeah, it's 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 getting a bit weird out there. Anyway, people don't want to hear about this. Um, we got a show to do. So, what we got this week, Gary? Welcome, listeners, to a cinematic odyssey like no other. In today's episode, we journey into the heart of the 1991 Hong Kong cult classic, Ricky O. This film defies categorization, fusing martial arts mastery with a narrative that tests human limits. As we immerse ourselves in the world of Ricky O, prepare for bone-crunching action, supernatural intrigue, and a testament to the strength of the human spirit. Join us as we dissect the essence of Ricky O, from its electrifying fight sequences to its profound symbolism. Ricky Ho, 21 years old, sentenced to serve 10 years for manslaughter and assault. The cells are divided into four wings, east, west, north, and south. Each wing is controlled by a leader. They're also known as the Gang of Four. None of you are worthy enough to see the warden yet. So you think you're human beings? To me, you're lower than a fly. Ricky Ho is extremely dangerous. Why didn't you let the doctors take the five bullets out of you? <laughs> Souvenirs. Where were you for those two years? Are you a trained killer? Tell me! May I reveal to you my secret? We'll be the day you die! If I can hurt people without even touching them, just what kind of a demon is he? We call it the story. Let's let's call it the story of Ricky, because it is quite a story. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the basic setup is what's a 1991 Hong Kong action uh, prison dystopian sci-fi thriller, stroke martial arts. Stroke martial arts. Yeah, that's quite important. Um, so it's about, well, we start with our hero, uh, Ricky, being um, taken into prison. Yes, yeah, your average name for your, your Chinese sort of... Right, um, uh, right, yeah. Sort of star, film film star. There's nothing average about Ricky, really, um, as we soon find out, because one of the first things we see, as he's been... It's the usual thing, he's been taken into prison while well, the credits roll, so we kind of, you know, uh, we see all that... <clears throat> And um, one of the first things that happens is we, we see uh, they take an X-ray. They do. And um, he's carrying a few bullets. 
<laughs> yeah, in his chest. Yeah, he's what was it about four or five? Yeah, it's four or five bullets. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's at least um, no explanation. Mm. Um, but it's clear that he's he's a bit of a. I mean, he's quite a well built chap. He's been about. It sounds like yeah, um, and he's got a sort of he's kind of got an air about him, um, which puzzles the guards a little bit. Yeah, it's a fairly serious facility that they're being transferred to. It is. It's got a kind of... This is a 1991 film, um, and it's sort of... I suppose it's their version of, like, you know, dystopian... Uh, dystopian future, private prisons. I think there's a bit of talk about private prisons. So prisons is kind of, you know, a, a profit exercise, if you like. And um, so we've got that going on. It's the visuals are quite stark, wouldn't you say? I, I would agree. Um, very, very grey-looking environment, right? Um, and minimalist, but definitely minimalist. <clears throat> um, what, what, what do you think of the prison in itself? Obviously, um, in, that, that's the place where everything everything takes place. Do you yeah. think that was kind of they got that right? Or? Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's. <clears throat> When you think prisons in films, you kind of, well, I do anyway, dingy, dark, mm -hmm. cramped. This is none of those Smelly, things. Smelly, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, lice ridden right, or, right. or whatever. Yeah, filthy. This isn't any of that. No, it's the opposite. It's like an Ikea prison. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's all kind of wide open spaces and clean. I mean, it's the cleanest Scrupulously prison. Scrupulously clean. Scrupulously clean. Like it's just been, you know, decorated the day before. And um, it's huge. I mean, the bathrooms are massive, you know, um, which actually, yeah, takes us to kind of the next critical scene, actually, which is um, the old man. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know who he is, but he's just an old man. Um, goes to use the facilities in the bathroom, um, as does some other fairly unsavoury characters. Because he's getting out of prison soon, isn't he? Yes, he's got some sort of parole deal mm. going on. And yeah. He, you know, he's going to go see his, his family. Right. And I can't remember why, why he kind of gets gets involved with the... the uh, the the bad guys in in the in the bathroom, but anyway, the, he gets into a little bit of a confrontation, it, which doesn't end well for him. No, it's uh, <laughs> right. This is the the start of something. It is. Well, it's uh, yes. uh, the the theme uh, generally of uh, you know how how things transpire. Right, how things kind of get sorted out in this place. Uh, Violently, yeah, very violently, very violently. <laughs> well, we kind of this we, we've sort of been shying away from it, but yeah, the feature I would say the features the signature feature of uh, this movie is hyper violence. Yes, it's kind of um, how would I say uh, maybe the Hong Kong version. <clears throat> I wouldn't quite say the raid, but it's it's that sort of maybe nineties Hong Kong ultra violence. Yeah. Of, pushing the boundaries maybe slightly yeah i mean it's if you think about things that it's more violent than the raid the raid is more i would say re leaning on sort of realism whereas i think this leans on horror yes yes, yes. Okay. far more yeah um so for instance our, our um our unfortunate old man gets basically half his face um kind of 
Yeah, what did they? Did they have like a a, a plane? It's like a, a plane, like a, a carpet. Carpet. Oh, and you got it in the face, in your yeah. face. Oh, right, it was, oh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't pleasant. They basically take his nose and half his forehead off. Mm. <laughs> but it's done in a way, and this is. I think it's also kind of important to this film. It's it's almost comic book. Yes, there's a kind of something that comes later people might know better like mm. a, a robocop style kind of yeah uh, that's yeah definitely <clears throat> you know yeah visceral comic mm. book sort of color violence right brought to life yeah that's that's i would say that's a pretty good reference um it makes you cringe some of it yeah it's, it's, yeah you think oh my god actually well that's just, smart that, yeah that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't like that <laughs> but it's not gr- it's not grim. No, it's not gruesome. In a, in, in, mm. in, in, yeah, sadistically gruesome. Right. Yeah, I I definitely say it's it's sort of comic book horror, um, but it is also a not standard, but like a formulaic um, martial arts film, cross <laughs> prison film. Yeah, you got have martial arts in there somewhere. If it's right. a, a, a Chinese film, a, right. a Hong Kong right. type film, right. Um, well, yeah, and it's worth mentioning this is a Golden Harvest movie. Yes, indeed, yeah. A, a very famous uh, film studio from, right. from Hong Kong. Right. So it was either, you know, from that era from Hong Kong, it was either Shaw Brothers or Golden Harvest, really. Generally, yes. Yeah. Um, I must admit, I was a little surprised to see that come up because right. it is so different, this film. Okay. What? You know, um, I'd for- completely forgotten it was a Golden Harvest movie because the thing about this film it just feels like a like a weird kind of it's like aliens have watched a lot of art, martial arts films but also read a lot of comic books right you know what i mean it doesn't feel i don't know there's people out there who'll know that that era and that that genre better than me but it doesn't feel like any other hong kong movie even though it does if you know what i mean yeah i i understand what you're saying i, I just don't know whether they were kind of experimenting i didn't quite find the formula yeah it's yeah, on that type of thing so i don't i really don't know um but it it makes for a fun time um <laughs> so yeah so our old man gets gets um, brutally brutally beaten which yeah. is again another sort of feature of martial arts films where the baddies are really yeah bad. you've got to establish who the bad guys right. are right you really hate these guys. Yeah. You know, they're horrible. The old man's, you know, weak and vulnerable and, and they, they, they tear his face off. So, you know, that sets up vengeance later. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Right. So, uh, and, but they don't have to wait long because Ricky turns up. <laughs> yes, indeed. R- Ricky walks in and uh, surveys the situation. Right. And he's not happy. He's not impressed. And um, he sorts them out. Big time, yes. Yeah. Um, it gets worse from later. I mean, you know, they get off lightly, really, in the beginning. Um, because <laughs> basically they they have, you know, he, he beats them up. They, they you know, the, the authorities who are clearly involved with, you know, the gang uh, take Ricky away so you know that that all happens and uh, they vow their vengeance and they unleash um, Mad Dragon yes Mad Mad Dragon gets called in yeah, yeah. to uh, you know to, to deal with Ricky because they can see Ricky's a handful right and as is typical in, the, in a lot of these films you hear about Mad Dragon before you see him 
<laughs> it's like it's like you know because you know it's bad yeah you've got a name like that it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be isn't it? it's gotta be bad and um i suppose what's what were mad dragons kind of thing size i guess yeah kind of sumo-esque right character right he's just enormous I don't know what he's planning. They're planning to just squash him or something. Yeah, just, just, just land, jump on him. Just jump belly, on him. Belly, belly flop on him. Right. You're done for. Um, so they, yeah, so again in the bathroom for some reason, um, Mad Dragon gets unleashed. And I don't know if you noticed this, but <laughs> I think they promise, they promise Mad Dragon that he can eat Ricky. <laughs> he's a cannibal, wasn't he? Because he's a cannibal. <laughs> and he's literally, if you have you noticed in the shot when he's coming for him, he's literally dribbling. Oh, yeah, drooling. Wasn't drooling. He? Yeah, massively. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be good. But he gets, uh, well, he gets eviscerated. Uh, yeah, he, he, has a, he has a move. Ricky's got some moves. You know? He does, yeah. Um, when you first see them, they're quite, quite a shock because you're not expecting them. Um, yeah, I... Like, we could go through and describe all the horrible injuries. We I, could, but take away your fun. It, it would. Yeah. It would. It's, it's, <laughs> it goes beyond realism. This is the thing. It's, it's, not, it's not a realistic film, but it'll, it will surprise you. Um, so, yeah, Mad Dragon gets um, sorted. Yes, tr truly. There's no sequel. There's no, for Mad Dragon. No, there's, there's, no, no, there's no Mad Dragon 2. There's no Mad Dragon 2. So, yeah. Um, but things get worse. Um, the old man commits suicide. Yes, he tries to uh, speak to the the guys involved. Right. He tries to sort of, even though he's been damaged by the, the, these these thugs, right. he tries to sort of patch it up, doesn't he? Because he, he's desperate to get his uh, his uh, you know his pass or his, his parole to see his uh, wife and child. Yeah. But because he's been in the altercation in the uh, in the bathroom. Uh, his um, application gets rejected. Yeah, I didn't even recognise him to begin with because his whole face is covered in bandages. It's a nice touch. Um, yeah, he's playing with the guards, and um, they won't have any of it. There's no mercy in this. No, place. It's, it's, yeah, it's a horrible place. It's to a be. horrible place, and um, so he kills himself, and that's. Oh, Ricky's not not impressed. No, no, he's, he's even more unhappy now. Right, but there is something about Ricky that everybody kind of detects quite early on. I mean, apart from the fact he's got a load of bullets in his chest, and he's you know he's killed Mad Dragon. Apart from all that, he has a kind of aura about him, which you know um, will have to be dealt with one way or the other. Yeah, he's a, an influence on 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 the wider right. population. Right, he's a, he's a bad influence on, on on the inmates because they're well, he's there. He's kind of their only hope, really, isn't he? Mm. Um, so we kind of get the first um, encounter. Well, our first glimpse of the uh, deputy governor. Yes, the deputy governor. Oh, the deputy governor. <laughs> I love the deputy. He's the sleaziest man in the world. Oh, he's, he's a brown noser. He's, he's, oh, he's a tyrant. He, he, yeah, he's sadistic. He's a yeah sleaze bag. <laughs> he's, he's a glutton. He, he is a glutton. Um, he's 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 literally got two shelves of VHS porn <laughs> in his office. <laughs> yeah, <it's> true, yeah. <laughs> Not just one. No, no, no. But there's one to the side as well. And they're double shelves. They are double. He's got loads. He's never going to get bored. Um, 
Yeah, he's he's quite a character. Um, they call him Cyclops. Right. Yeah. Because he's only got he's got a false eye. Yes, he's got one eye yeah. um, and a hook hand. Uh, yeah, just, just just he's got a Captain Hook kind of <laughs> motif going on. Right. There. And um, <laughs> yeah, and he's got a load of pills in his false eye. Yeah, is he a drug addict? Or what was what, the deal? There? No idea. I've no yeah. idea. I, I didn't know what those pills actually did. It's just it's just more depth to his his <laughs> seediness. Um, well, actually, drugs do kind of play an important part in the plot. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Um, because not only is this like the most hideous prison to be in, but they make their own opium to yeah. sell. It's, it's a good cover. It's yeah. a good cover. It is. It's like they've taken all the kind of uh, salient points of an action, Hong Kong action movie, and thought, right, how can we amp this up? Mm. You know, how can we put this on steroids? <laughs> um, which I suppose, which the raids. It's a kind of an interesting comparison because that's the feeling I got from the raid when I first saw it. Like we've gone a step, step further, further now. now. Okay, you know, and I suppose so. I suppose in that way, yeah, um, it, it kind of gives you a little bit of that feeling. Um, so yeah, we've 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 had the meeting with the deputy governor. That didn't go well. It didn't. No, it wasn't exactly cordial, um, and we start to also get a glimpse of. And hints of uh, where Ricky's powers come from. Because uh, we get a flashback. You've got to have a flashback. Yeah, so he gets put in his cell, didn't he, in, yeah. in the end, after after his dealings with the with the deputy governor. Right, right. And then, yeah, he goes in sort of a bit of a meditative pose. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, the flashbacks. The flashbacks, because we've got to have an elder. Of course, yes. Yeah. Yep. And we've got to have a kind of a learning montage. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's this whole stuff about, well, obviously, you know, it's about learning a particular style of kung fu and all that kind of... And they don't bother trying to explain any of it. No, it's some, you know, specialist form of uh, tai chi. Um, and, you know, he's got uh, breathing exercises and other things that they do and, you know, hidden secrets from, you know, from the master to the student right. type stuff that gives him, you know, superhuman powers. No, very superhuman powers. Yeah, and so, you know, you've got your nice sort of, not to sound cynical, but you've got to have a bit of your mysticism in there. Yeah. Because uh, it's part of the formula. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, that's what you sign up for. You're going to sit yeah. down and watch a Golden Harvest film. You know, that's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. Um, so, yeah, we get a lot of flashbacks of him uh, getting tombstones thrown at him <laughs> yeah. for some reason. <laughs> Don't yeah, just uh, I think that's to show how you know how how tough this style is. He's, like, you know, he's pretty pain, damn tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of indestructible power that you, you right. get. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we get we get a little bit of that, and um, we've met the deputy governor, obviously, which didn't go well. Uh, and also, we get stuff about flashbacks about his girlfriend. Um, yeah, so Ricky and his girlfriend are the flashbacks. Um, <laughs> that sounds so, like a great series. I want to see that series. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky and his flashbacks. Sounds like a good band. That's <laughs> yeah, us. Um, so uh, when he's in this sort of flashback era with his girlfriend, he's kind of a, or, or the, he, would you say he's the opposite character, like, you know, how, it, how he was to how he became? It's so, it's almost to the point of parody. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so romanticized and um 
you know, he's just this happy boy with his girlfriend, and they're, I think they're playing with, their, for some reason, they're playing with uh, remote control airplanes. Yeah, indeed, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so over the top and silly and innocent. I guess. Yes, indeed. You know, he's got his sort of white chinos on and he's got right, kind of right. a you know late late 80s cardigan kind of arrangement there you right. know very pastel colored type stuff going right. on you know yeah he's there with his you know very nice prim and proper sort of but you know decently good looking girlfriend right it's the kind of ideal couple model type formula they'll go yeah. yeah but this and this is yeah this is definitely innocence before it was you know trammeled <laughs> um there's a lot of that going on uh, again i to this almost to the same to the extent of parody which clearly that's what they're going for. They're going for like, you know, the extremes. Like this is what I was saying earlier, you know, when they, they've decided that he needs a, you know, a romantic flashback scene, they really go for it in, in, a, in, in, in a kind of quite outrageous way. So we, yeah, we, we, we get to see that and we, cause the thing is we don't know why he's in prison. We don't. We don't actually discover. For, I think it's the meeting with the deputy governor. We get a few hints. No, didn't he? Didn't he shoot that? Didn't he right. shoot that guy? He did, but we don't find that out till later. They said no, no. Initially, no, we don't. You're no. right. That's another flashback, isn't it? Well, it's part of the enigma of, of who, you know, Ricky, okay. who Ricky is. I think. Um, yeah, we got to kind of discover that. Right. On, yeah. Like, why is he so tough? Why is his kung fu so special? And uh, all that kind of thing. So. Yeah, so he's we, we we've got some of his background now, but then we start learning more about the prison and the inner workings of the prison, the yeah. facts that they've got that they're making opium, um, and they've kind of got a, well, they've got a gang, gang of four. They have got the gang of four, yes. Yeah, the enforcers, the enforcers who are again to me they've they're like comic book villains. They very much are. Yeah. Almost, what, what was that one, the Saturday morning ones? Uh, this would be the Japanese Power Rangers esque. Slightly. Right, there's a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There's definitely a bit of that going on. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, nobody in this film who's a kung fu expert is just, you know, a kung fu expert. They've got some kind of special power. So you've got one guy who th- he's got these kind of huge needle things. Oh, yeah. He throws them out. So it's a kind of a sort of Spider Man thing going on there with the martial arts. Um, you've got who else have you got? You've got um, I can't remember his name. The guy with the the big hair. Um, oh, the spiky hair guy. Right. I don't know what his power is. Just bloody massive and powerful. Um, you've got the tattoo guy, which is actually the first character that Ricky meets. He's he's kind of the de facto leader, I suppose. That's of, right. Yeah, yeah. Of the gang of four, and they have a showdown. They do. Yes. And it doesn't go well for the guy. <laughs> no, this is another one. They've they, they faced up to Ricky and uh, they're starting to see this guy. <laughs> there's, there's something going on there's with him. There's something He's, going on with Ricky. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, very violent. Yeah. Um, that was kind of... An, there was an interesting end to that, though. Again, I don't want to spoil it. He, well, put it this way. Um, our villain is kind of clearly going to lose the fight. He's up again. He, he, he realises... You know, he can't beat Ricky. But he's going to try, damn it, in the most extreme way possible. I I don't think you could think of a more extreme kind of, you know, ending to a fight, honestly. Um, I don't really want to describe it because, again, you know, that's those are the kind of... Yeah, those moments that you want to... You know, the surprise moments. Um, 
but yeah, it very much sort of ties into uh, the uh, you know the hyper violence, which is yeah. That's when you start getting uh, the, what happened to the old man was nasty, right? But now we're getting into kind of <laughs> the next level. It's been it's been taken up a notch. Yeah, it's just completely mental. Um, so yeah, the, you get this ongoing conflict. Obviously, Ricky cannot be stopped. Um, and but they've got to stop him because he's tearing the place apart. He's riling the prisoners up. Um, yeah, he's messing with their program, you know, <coughs> and their profits. Yeah, yes, <clears throat> which comes from which comes from opium because they they grow their own poppies and and make their own opium. <laughs> I don't know if they export or if it's yeah, purely maybe. internal <laughs> supply. I, I don't they don't sort of get into that. Um, they didn't supply a brochure, no. No, but there's this whole thing going on about, because the deputy governor, it, well, where's the governor? Yes, so <clears throat> we never initially see the governor no. or hear about the governor. No. So it's all about the uh, deputy governor. It is. Uh, but then we find out, you know, there is a governor. Right, he's just he's just the caretaker. Yeah, so, you know, when the, when the, when the cat's away, right. you know, the mice can play. Right, Um and if you think the go- the deputy governor is bad, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. ain't seen nothing. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his horrible son. Oh God, yeah. Very fat. You know the typical fat kind of extremely spoiled, petulant right. kind of. So spoiled, just disgustingly spoiled. Um, yeah. So things start to unravel basically in the prison, and they don't know what the hell to do, with Ricky, and but. Damn it, the, the governor's back. I can't remember. He was in the Bahamas or somewhere. I can't remember. They do mention it. But he's back from his holiday with his horrible son. And it kind of it brought back that thing of um, slapstick comedy in Hong Kong movies. Yeah, they love a bit of slapstick, don't they? They do. And there, there's definitely a little bit of that going on. Like, for instance, the scene where they're waiting, they, they're, they're awaiting the governor's return. And yeah, it's got the red carpet out, it's standing, <laughs> and then, the, <laughs> then it's it's really hot out here, you know, in the right. part of the world, and then you know, right. they're sweltering, and then they right. sort of end up collapsing in on each other, and yeah, they're all kind of melting away. And um, doesn't the sun trip? I think it's the sun trips on the carpet. Yeah, I, 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 I it looked pretty <laughs> flat to me, <laughs> but it did. yeah, he trips, and uh, you know, the one who laid the carpet out. He has to face a wrath. Yes, this poor prisoner is gets sort of kind of he kind of gets pulled out from nowhere. Oh, he gets blamed, doesn't he? I he gets yeah, blamed. You know, yeah. yeah, and um, he pays the price for not laying out the carpet perfectly. So yeah, you kind of it's never you feel like there's you're never far away from a gag, like a visual gag. He, like, this is the thing I suppose about the hyperviolence. A lot of that, or a certain amount of it, is a kind of visual gag. In in a way, you know, yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, like there's that scene where earlier on, quite early on in the film, um, this guy, well, there's there's a fight is going to happen. You can see it's going to happen, and he produces this. This it's not even a blade. It's like the, the most jagged blade you've ever seen, and like clearly someone is going to get hurt. But it's I don't know the way it's presented. It feels like it's 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 kind of visual gag. There's a kind of payoff. But it's done for the giggles. It's weird. 
Do you know? Yeah, indeed. The bus to keep nasty stuff. Yeah, but in a in a horrible but dystopian yeah, in, prison. Yeah, um, violent way. Violent way. So it's stuff like that that makes this film unique. I can't think of an, another film that kind of has all those, you know, has all those kind of elements in in the same movie. Um, yeah, they definitely try to take it into a different direction. Mm, definitely. So yeah, so the governor returns and um, well, yeah, the shit hits the fan. Yeah, what did he do to Ricky? Um, did, did he make? Did well, he have to fight or? Well, no, because they bury Ricky. That's that's. What they it, literally yeah. bury him. <laughs> um, well, in fact, they get the prisoners to bury him. That's right. Yeah, everyone yeah. has to sort of, uh, you know, which is a way of kind of oppressing you know, and taking show the their loyalty by sort of, yeah, you know, throwing some dirt onto Ricky. Yeah, he's he's tied up um, in this massive metal chain in the middle of this pit, and all the prisoners have to come up and put their, you know, and they're all apologising. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ricky, we have got we've got to do this. We ain't got a choice. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's that's kind of you know he's got to stay down there for ten days. Yeah, so he's got some sort of tube, isn't it? He? he has gives an him air some, tube. some, yeah, yeah, oxygen. So, yeah, and but, I think oh, he can never, he can never survive that. Well, no, the cruelty, the cruelty of of these, of the administration is unsurpassed because there is a. Um, I can't remember who's was it a dog or a cat or somebody. No, yes, there was a dog laid for some bizarre reason that there was a. An Italian mastiff that was That's kind of right. laying next to Ricky by the right. pit. Yeah, and then it gets up to look and see something, and well, they they, they eviscerate the dog and stuff him down the tube. They, they give one of the it's got some, was it the Gang of Four? It's got some martial art powers, and they give the dog a kicking, sort of break it in half, right? In half, yeah, and, something like that. It's something gory, and then it's, they feed him, don't they? They, they feed they, him down like, the tube. Oh man, it's like. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote this script? <laughs> a madman thought this up. So, you know, yeah. But of course... They don't know Ricky. They don't know Ricky. Yeah. They they haven't read his story. And um, boy, do they pay for it. But that's kind of getting towards, you know, the, the climax. And um, we'll we'll leave that for the viewers to, to discover themselves. Now, one of the... Um, gang of four that, mm-hmm. was, that was killed yeah. um, he had a son didn't he didn't he have a son that was in prison um, or some sort of relation or a nephew yeah he was his nephew that's mm-hmm. right the mute fella yeah right yeah the guy with tattoos had um, his, his yeah he had a, a mute friend who befriends Ricky not for long not for long no no, no. Um, yeah association with Ricky yeah doesn't doesn't end well it really. doesn't no um but he kind of let slip, didn't he, what was actually happening in the prison, I think, wasn't it? Him? That's right, yeah. Um, well, because he's, he was involved via his, his his cousin. Yeah, they find out, the gang, well, they're the gang of three now, um, find out, and they, they have a little meeting. Yeah, with the young lad. With the young lads, um, the young mute, and... Um, nah. Mute has in... Uh, Somebody actually cut his tongue. Nice, yeah, we get a nice, nice shot of that. <laughs> I like the fact they, they don't know, you know, in most films, people, you would say it. In this film, we get a close-up. Yeah, yeah. The sort of flapping half-tongue. Yeah, inspection. And it was them that did it. Yes, indeed, yeah. Because um, lovely, that, lovely bunch. Yeah, lovely bunch. So they, they have a little meeting, and, um, <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't go well. 
which kind of is the sort of catharsis. It cat- yeah, catharsis cat- to Ricky. Yeah. It's sort of built up to that. that he just he can't take it. That, yeah. that was... No. You've gone too far. He's there. had enough of this. <laughs> it's like... No, I, I, so... It comes, you know, that 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 kind of comes together with the governor coming, returning, and um, shit gets weird. Yeah, really. There's no way in hell that you would know what's coming in this film, really. No, yeah. (laughs) This is where uh, we can say that the kind of horror element starts to come in. Yeah, kind of, uh, you know, all the other elements that that come into this this type of film. Yeah, the comic book kind of sensibility. um, It just all gets turned up to twelve. Yeah, Um, it's it's absolutely crazy. It's a one-off. That's the thing about this movie. It really is a one-off. They did actually do a sequel. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I've not seen it. I've heard terrible things about it. Apparently, it was a dirt cheap, straight-to-video piece of trash. Uh, I don't know if it's got any redeeming qualities. I, I, I literally I haven't seen it, but it doesn't sound like... Because the thing about this film is it does feel well-produced and well-made. Yeah, uh, you, you could tell that they were trying something. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. Within It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of got a limited palette. But it sticks to it and it kind of exploits it quite well, you know. Um, the locations kind of they suit the film. Um, it's a weird place. I mean, if what do you reckon? Though, actually, was that like a factory or something? Yeah, like it had the feeling of kind of some kind of industrial complex a little mm. bit. Um, they've clearly built certain parts of the set, like the walls and things like that. But the actual core of the building, it's just yeah. I think I, I think it's it's some kind of uh, industrial uh park or something yeah you know um again because they're going the you know it's kind of get it gets lost a little bit but this the idea is that this is a dystopian future this is what prisons are going to be like in the future. god help us if this is what yeah, prisons turn yeah, into yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I, I think it it sort of sets i think it accomplishes what it sets out to do which is just create the most batshit crazy Entertaining, yeah, prison, hon, you know, martial arts, sort of horror drama, horror comedy drama. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there you go. That's that's the story already. Really? Worth a watch, ladies and Okay, so that was the story of Ricky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You enjoy that one? Oh, very much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a fun ride. Um, but so, what have we got next week? What have we got next week, guys? Next week, brace yourselves for Eyeball, our first Giallo film, and our second cinematic voyage into the singular world of director Umberto Lenzi. Get ready for more of his unique brand of suspense, spiced with a generous helping of economical thrills. Tune in for an exploitation gem that's sure to raise some eyebrows. Right, okay, eyeball. Eyeball, okay. Eyeball, yeah. Uh, do you know this one? It's I a, don't. Know. Right, it's a very silly jello. Okay, I, I love a bit of silly jello. 
<laughs> Who doesn't love a bit of silly shallow? Um, yeah, no, that's that's a crazy movie. So uh, I look forward to that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for now. So uh, I'll say good night. Good night. And um, say good night, Gary. My name is not Gary. I am a HAL 9000 advanced computer. Good night, flesh sacks. Thank you for joining us for another mind-bending episode of the Cinefreak Show. Remember to visit us at cinefreakco.uk. And don't forget to send in your feedback to Gary at cinefreakco.uk. This has been a Cinefreak production, your favorite for all things weird and wonderful in the world of classic cult cinema. Good night, carbon-based life forms. <laughs>